Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. You might know this band. It's a band uh, that started back in the 1980s. Uh, they're considered metal. Uh, some people call them hair metal, but... I just call metal hard rock. From the band Striper, I had the lead singer on the phone, Michael Sweet. Michael, how are you doing today, brother? Hey, I'm doing really well. Great, uh, and thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, if people called those old bands hair metal bands back in the day, then they got to call them no hair metal bands now because uh, most of them have lost their hair, you know? Yes, I have I have noticed that. I did notice that. But I, I always thought that, you know, people that were in groups from back in that period of time – uh, a lot of them were were like if you back in the '80s, if somebody referred to Striper as a hair metal band, were you offended by being called a hair metal band? I wasn't offended by it, but I mean, it, it did seem to um, take the wind out of the sails to a degree because a lot of uh, quote unquote hair metal bands were kind of looked down upon. You know, they were they were looked at as more of uh, all about the look versus not about the music. Uh, and we were a band that was, I think, all about the music, and the looks were just kind of the icing on the cake. Exactly, and I know that I know that you guys get uh, comments now about the the yellow and black outfits and stuff. And you guys are actually uh, Striper's actually going to be out on tour uh, later this year for the is it the 30th anniversary of the To Hell with the Devil album? Is that the tour that you guys are doing? It is. This October is the 30-year anniversary of the release of To Hell with the Devil. It came out 30 years ago this October. Um, and it was our biggest selling album, most successful, most popular. We're going to go out and we're going to tour from September to November. And we're going to do that album uh, from start to finish uh, in sequence. And we're going to wear the old outfits as well. So, you know, people who are fans of the band, people who are not fans of the band, you don't want to miss this for sure. Well, Michael, you have a brand new solo record coming out uh, on August 26th called One-Sided War. And just like the other solo efforts you've done, and what I'd like to point out, you've told me in prior interviews, a lot of people don't seem to realize that you are actually the main songwriter and music writer for Striper. So a lot of these mad guitar solos that we hear on the Striper records are actually things that you've written, and Oz has kind of gone and learned those parts. Um, and this record, One Side of War, I love the record. It's it's a it's an awesome record. I always get excited whenever I see either a new Striper record come out or a new Michael Sweet solo record. So tell us a little bit about One Side of War that comes out in August. Well, you know, um, it's it's an exciting solo album. It's it's an album that I've I wanted to do to uh, kind of put to rest a lot of the comments over the past few years from people uh, who have said, uh, uh, you know, his solo stuff isn't as heavy or it isn't as good as Striper or whatever. Uh, this is the album to kind of uh, put, uh, you know, an end to those comments. At least I hope it will. Um, it, it's, a, it's a real edgy album. It's got the same fire that Striper has. Uh, the same uh, sonic quality and production that Striper has, very similar. 
in, in terms of the albums, what you had mentioned earlier about Striper, uh, a lot of people may not know that it, you know I wind up coming up with a lot of the guitar parts and whatnot. Uh, that that is true. I mean, it, you know, I, Oz Oz is a great guitar player and contributes so much to the band for sure. But you know, for some reason, uh, some people don't know I play guitar and many times they're surprised when they come to live shows and they see me playing. They'll come right up to me and say, hey, we never knew you played guitar. Uh, and that's always surprising to me to hear because, you know, you go back to those old videos and, and uh, you watch them and I'm playing guitar on them and I'm, you know, like free and calling on you. And it's just kind of amazing to me to hear comments like that. But it's all good. I, I guess because I'm the singer, I'm kind of looked at as the singer. Uh, and not a guitar player, but I, I started playing guitar before I started singing. Uh, I've, I would say I'm a guitar player first and a singer second. And this this album, this new solo album, is all about guitars. It's it's very guitar oriented. Um, it's it was a time for me to shine as a player and to write songs with the, with riffs and lots of guitars. Uh, and it was fun doing it. Well, looking at the last five years, and I'm, I'm trying to f wrap my head around this because since 2011, you and the band have been incredibly busy as far as recording goes. I think I, I put down on paper that since 2011, you've had four Striper releases. Two of those are, are new material studio albums. You have two solo records come out, and you have a side project with Sweet and Lynch. Where do you find time to do all this stuff? Well, you just... You know, if you if you're serious about what you do, and you love what you do, you find the time to do it. I mean, I am the kind of person, the way I'm built, where you know, a lot of my friends who are in bands, if they go record an album after the two or three month period that it took them to make that album, they'll take you know eight months off or a year off from recording. They won't step foot in the studio for a long time. I'm the opposite. I Once we finish a Striper album, a week later, I want to go back in the studio again. And I want to do a solo album, or I want to do a Sweet and Lynch album. Or I love to record. I love to create. I love to produce and write uh, and perform. So it, I'm so passionate about it that it gives me the inspiration and the energy to, to do it and make it happen. So that's why I've been so busy over the past, you know, uh, five years. And, you know, the next five years look uh, just as busy. I, I've i got this solo album coming out. Uh, we're doing a new Striper album uh, in January. Uh, we're going to do a new Sweet and Lynch album just a few months after that. Uh, I'm planning on possibly recording at the end of the year uh, an album with Joel Holkstra. I want to see that happen. And then probably the beginning of the following year, uh, of uh, of 18, I'm going to uh, plan on doing another solo album probably. So, you, you know, there's a lot. There's You're going to see at least at least four more albums in the next two years. If you want to go as long as five more years, you're going to see probably, probably a good seven or eight albums coming out of me. Um, and, I'm, I, I, you know, I love doing it, man, and I hope the fans do as well. And I noticed on social media, uh, there's artists that are that are somewhat involved with fans on social media. I noticed that you are very much involved with your fans, and I think that's an aspect people really like about you. You know, aside from the music, is that not only are you putting out this this music uh, for the fans, 
but you're also interacting with them. And there's a lot of bands that don't do that. And, you know, I appreciate that you take the time. And I notice that when I'm on social media, I see people, uh, I do see the, the critics on there saying stuff, but I also see the dialogue going on between you and fans that are just excited that, you know, after recording for 30 years that you guys uh that striper's still putting out music that you're still doing solo albums so i think that's uh that's something that i noticed that the fans are really liking about what you and the band are doing well and, you know what i i try to stay involved one thing fans can count on with michael sweet and you know you can't say this about a lot of people uh is it when you they ask me all the time on facebook and twitter is this really you are you really responding to these? And I and I say, yeah. And then I have people say, no, nah, I don't believe it. You know, how do you have the time to do that? I make the time to do it. Um, and I always get a kick out of when I follow some new band on Twitter and then I get an instant uh, generated response from them in my uh, message inbox saying, hey, thanks for following us. Pick our album up at Amazon. And, see, you know, I just think, okay, that's uh, – that's not really the band taking care of this site. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, it's really me taking care of my Twitter and responding. All the responses you see on my Twitter are, are me. Uh, and Facebook, it, it, most of the time it's me. Sometimes it's our uh, uh, admin, uh, Ken Dale. He responds sometimes to people. But, uh, you know, I, I work hard, man. I want to keep the fans involved and keep them up to date and make them feel like they're a part of what we do. Exactly. And, you know, looking at the new solo record, I've talked to you about this before, about with the Striper records, but the album covers. The album covers for the Striper albums are always these really cool designs. And I'm, I'm looking at the new album cover for One-Sided War, and there's a picture of what looks like Jesus on the front cover. Can you explain how you came to put this particular cover on here? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, our covers... Uh we always want to make a very powerful, bold message with our covers, not just our songs, but our covers as well. You know, we went out of our way to make that happen with No More Hell to Pay, obviously, and the same thing goes for Fallen. Uh, you know, the imagery is, is important, and, you know, it, it, it has to say something. And the same thing with my solo album, One-Sided War. It says a lot, you know. It, what that's talking about is, you know, so many times we're involved, and, you know, whether it's on a spiritual level or a personal level uh, with one-sided wars we kind of start these feuds with people and we keep them going and uh, it's it's one-sided you know and it doesn't have to be that way we can put our weapons down and and all get along and be happy and and whatnot and it's just not that way so that's what that that imagery is portraying and that's what the song is portraying it's important to us to have you know powerful artwork that speaks to people the minute they see it because that's what pulls people in and makes them say oh wow i gotta check this out uh, so it's really important to us. Yeah, and I like the new album cover. I think it's uh, a good representation of what the album as a whole is trying to say. And, and speaking, you know, going into the solo, I'm going to the content. You know, you have the first single, Bizarre, uh, which you've just released a video for recently. But I noticed uh, that there are two songs on the record that sound different than what we may have heard in the past uh, with past solo projects. And you know, aside from the 2006 Project Hymn, which you go back and do a lot of the hymns and praise and worship songs, that was kind of a step outside of what, you know, people would expect from, from a Michael Sweet solo. But with this particular record, you have a couple songs in here that have a little country flavor to it with the songs Radio and One Way Up. And I thought that that was interesting. I thought it was really cool to hear 
kind of a musical side of you that you know wasn't really present on past efforts well the song uh, radio it's not that it's got a country flair to it it's got a banjo distorted banjo but what that it's a straight up riffy hard rocker and what it is referring to lyrically is all the country guys that go to nashville and try to be rock all the uh, rock guys that go to nashville and try to be country guys uh, so it's a parody. It's a funny song. It's supposed to be funny. The video is just as funny. It's going to make people laugh. Uh, you know, I, I kind of raise my eyebrows at all these guys that, uh, you know, aren't country who all of a sudden are going to Nashville trying to be country. Uh, same thing if you reverse that, you know, if, if you have all these uh, country guys, let's just say country music is no longer popular and rock goes to the top of the charts again. And all of a sudden, all these country guys start trying to be hard rock guys. It, it, it's going to be kind of silly because it, it, it comes across sometimes as not legit and not real. Um, so, and I'm not uh, I'm not wishing ill upon anybody. They have the right to do it. Steven Tyler and, and all these guys that are that are trying to do that. But I still think it's kind of funny uh, because you know I look at Steven Tyler and he's a rock guy. You know, he's he's it's Steven Tyler. He, I would never look at Steven Tyler and say, "Oh yeah, he's he's country and western." You know, he's a he he's a country dude all the way. I I, <laughs> I never will. I don't care how many country albums he makes. So this song is is supposed to be just a fun song, a fun lyric, and make people laugh. And it's talking to myself equally as much as anyone like that because I tried. I've written some country-esque songs over the years and uh, you know, gone down that road to a degree. But, man, it's still funny. And then the song like One Way Up, that's more of a straight-ahead classic rock song, kind of ACDC-ish uh, approach. So it's a little different for me for sure. On your last solo album, I'm Not Your Suicide, you had uh, a guest vocalist, Electra Mustaine, uh, daughter of Megadeth, lead singer, guitarist, Dave Mustaine, and on the song Heart of Gold. And on this record, you have uh, a new young talent singing on the song uh, Can't Take This Life with uh, Mariah Fornica. And um, I've seen videos of you uh, uh, having her on stage with Striper. Tell us about how you met her and got her involved with this song. Well, she opened for me uh, not long ago, and I was really impressed and blown away. And I'm not easily impressed, and I just thought she was incredible, and she is. Uh, and, I, you know, my wife has suggested maybe doing something with her, and I thought it would be a perfect opportunity to have her on this album. Uh, and I found a song that I thought she could nail, and she did. Uh, I did a version of it, of Can't T uh, Take This Life, and then she did a version of it. Uh, and I, I just wanted the world to hear her, man. She's only 15. Uh, she's an incredible singer. She's also an incredible guitar player and a writer. And, you know, it, it's kids like that that are up and coming that are going to change the music world someday and keep it alive, uh, this style of music. So uh, I, I thought it was just an incredible honor to have her on the record. And she's got great taste in music. I mean, I don't know what 15-year-olds have that kind of taste in music where they would... Uh, you know, see Striper as, as their go-to band. I think that's awesome. It is awesome, man. She loves all, all the old classic bands. She loves new bands. She likes uh, Hailstorm and Evanescence, and there's a lot of stuff she likes that's more on the modern side of things. But she also likes the classic stuff. She, she sings heart and nails it. You know, she's just an incredible talent. She respects old and new music, and she's got a deep love for music. I'm anxious to see what fans think of the new record. Um, personally, I like it. I'm a little biased when it comes to Striper and your solo stuff because I've 
you know, tend to to love the stuff that you guys put out. But with this particular album, you you know, you do tours with Stripers and stuff. Are you doing a tour to support the solo record coming up? I plan on it. Uh, Stripers touring this year, pretty much till the end of the year. Uh, we're going to do an album early uh, next year, and then I would really like to. Aside from select fly dates with Striper, uh, I want to go out and do a, a ground run and, and do some touring for solo albums and music. And I also want to do some touring uh, with Sweet and Lynch as well. And we're doing a new Sweet and Lynch album, so it makes perfect sense to do that next year. Well, that's exciting news. Uh, if, if we if we don't catch you on the road with Striper, we're going to catch you on the road with Solo or possibly Sweet and Lynch next year. So it's uh, it's it just shows how busy you are, Michael. It's uh, like you're on the go constantly, and that's and that's on the Christian side of music with the music that I review a lot. A lot of these albums don't come out, but every four years, it just blows me away that bands like Striper and the solo stuff you do. We've got seven releases in five years. That's that's amazing. Well, I tell you, man, it's it's not that there's any rush or uh, you know, uh, it's not like I sit around saying to myself, I have to do it. I have to do it. I, I, I definitely follow my lead and God's lead and, and what I feel led to do. And, uh, you know, I don't want to force anything. But at the same time, uh, you know, there's just been a lot of uh, a lot of songs coming out of me, a lot of creativity. And, I, you know, I figure I look at it this way. Uh, if I have the opportunity to do it, I'm going to do it. Uh, life, uh, you know, goes quickly. None of us are getting any younger. And I don't want to look back on my life. And, and 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 say would have could have should have you know i don't ever want to uh you know uh, utter those words i i, I want to look back and say hey i'm glad i did that uh, instead of gosh why didn't i do that so i'm really blessed you know and and i'm just my personality is very driven i like to work i'm 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 a i'm a workaholic and i love to get in there and do things and and make it happen and I think I'll always be that way and, until I'm no longer on this earth. It, it keeps us folks that, that love the music entertained along the way that this music is so is available so often, which is, which is really cool. So keep putting the music out, and we appreciate it. And, uh, Michael, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it, brother. Hey, brother, thank you for having me, man. It's been an honor and a joy, and I'm looking forward to next time. The new record, One Side of War, comes out August 26th, uh, Rat Pack Records. You can actually pre-order it now on iTunes, and you can also go to michaelsweet.com where you can pre-order the album along with other packages with uh, signed stuff and a bunch of other goodies. So go check that out, michaelsweet.com. On behalf of Michael Sweet, this is Jay Heilman reminding you to put Christ first in your lives and everything else will fall into place. God bless you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.